I have a right to safety. I have a right to education. I have a right to my culture. Kids like me need to know about child rights and earlier age what to do about it. Today, the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates asks you to make every day a day to stand up for children's rights in your life. If you are a young person who needs the help of an advocate, you can also find the advocate for your own province listed on cccya.ca. Welcome back to Radio Change the World, a national community radio broadcast for National Child Day. On November 20th and 21st, we let the kids have the microphone. The following segment features voices and stories from Saskatchewan. Are you ready, girls? Yeah! Okay. Hi, I'm Marina. Hi, I'm Kaya. And this is a special episode of Radio Kids. Where is the child? By reason of his physical and mental immunity. Needs special safeguards and care, including appropriate legal protection. Hey, Marina, what are you doing? Uh, I'm reading the United Nations Declaration of the Rights of the Child, or should I say trying to read it? Why? Because it's November 20th, the Universal Day of the Child? Yeah, but considering this declaration is supposed to be laying out the rights for children, you'd they could make it a little more child-friendly? Let me see. Where's the need for such special safeguards has been stated in the Geneva Declaration of the Rights of the Child and... Ah, how long is this? Only two pages, but it feels like 50. And then on top of the Declaration on the Rights of a Child, there's a Convention on the Rights of a Child that's even longer and drier. You'd think maybe they'd want children to read their own rights. Do you maybe have a too long, didn't read version? I can try. Basically, the UN's rights of a child boil down to the right to life, to health, to education, and to play, as well as the right to family life, to be protected from violence, to not be discriminated against, and to have our views heard. Sounds reasonable. I guess that's why 196 countries have signed on the Convention of the Rights of the Child and then made November 20th the day it was signed, the Universal Day of the Child. So, Kaya, what do you think radio kids should do to celebrate this day of the child? I don't know. Maybe we could send out radio kids correspondents to explore some of the programs and facilities that are available for kids and youth in the city of Regina. Then we could talk to the kids and volunteers who are involved with them. You mean, instead of just talking about the rights of children and youth, we can look at some of the ways people in Regina are putting those rights into action? That's the idea. I like that. But how about we start with an interview with Corey Osoup, uh, he's Saskatchewan's advocate for children and youth. It's an office that operates 
at arm's length from the government and speaks up for the rights and interests of kids in the province. Cool. Let's play the interview now. Hi, my name is Corey Osoup. I'm the advocate for children and youth here in the province of Saskatchewan. Our office is based out of Saskatoon, but we serve the whole province. What is the Declaration of the Rights of the Child? Well, the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of a Child is 54 articles. It spells out the rights of children all across the world. Only one country in the world at the United Nations has not signed off on it, so it's actually the most signed off on declaration, treaty, whatever you want to call it, at the United Nations. So it's recognized all around the world. What does the Day of the Child celebrate? It's the Universal Day of the Child. It actually commemorates the day that uh, the United Nations Declaration on the Child was implemented or signed off on, if you want to say it that way, at the United Nations. What does the Day of the Child hope to accomplish? Um, we're trying to re- raise the importance of children to um, Saskatchewan in our instance and the importance of them to our future, that we are need to protect them, we need to stand up for them, we need to notice them because a lot of times children are seen and not heard and we want to give them a voice. What are you doing to commemorate this day out of your office? Um, so our office, we will travel the province and we will actually visit different um, celebrations that are going around in the province. So we'll be guests at some of those, but we're also having a student panel come to our office and speak to us about what they feel needs to happen in the province. What does your office do in the province of Saskatchewan to advocate for youth? So we're actually an independent officer of the legislature. So we're along the lines of a provincial auditor, um, privacy commissioner, ethics commissioner. So we actually have our own legislation that we do that uh, has given us the power to do certain things. So we do investigations and research into children's deaths and into critical injuries. We also do public advocacy and group advocacy. So we teach children about their rights and we teach adults about their rights. And then we also work with children one-on-one if they need our advocacy at any different level, particularly when they're receiving government services. How long has the Saskatchewan Advocate for Youth been around? Uh, This is the 22nd year, I believe, and I'm the fourth advocate that we've ever had. How well is Canada and the world doing on fulfilling the declaration we've all signed on to? I think Canada does a pretty good job. I mean, you know, we're a first world country, so when other people come here from other countries, they get to, I guess, benefit from being in a first world country. So there's a lot of things here that they may not have had back at home. But like I said, we can always do better, particularly with our, our Indigenous children and youth here in, uh, in our province and in Canada. There's a long way to go there. So we continually to advocate for our Indigenous children as well as our newcomers. The numbers for education and poverty among Indigenous youth in Saskatchewan are really bad. Does your office have specific suggestions on how to deal with that? Yeah, you know, um, part of our office has been just to do some reports and we react and we make recommendations. But since I've been in the role for about a year now, we've kind of changed our vision. We are focusing on things like building better relationships and learning from our First Nation partners so that we can understand what they need. We also are focusing on education as a tool to break the cycles of, you know, 
poverty, of tragedy, of pain, violence, drugs, alcohol. So we're working with our schools and our partners on the ground there. We're focusing on mental health as well because you can't learn in school if you're not mentally healthy and we all know the crisis that our province is in with mental health and suicides and we're also trying to empower the children and youth to be change makers within their community. So we give them our office, we give them our platform and our voice. So we want to do those types of things to help you know, reduce those numbers and to help Saskatchewan be a better place for our children and youth. Do you think politicians and decision makers are taking the truth and reconciliation recommendations seriously? I think across the country we have different levels. I think in Saskatchewan, before the TRC came out, we were doing a lot of things. But since it's come out, I don't think we've reacted in the way that other provinces have. So I think we can do a much better job there, particularly around the area of child welfare, um, education, health, so different things like that. Anything else you want to say on the Universal Day of the Child? Uh, You know what, I think it it comes around once every year and we want to make it a bigger and bigger event um, as the years go by. So look for our office to be doing something bigger and better and funner next year and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again. That was very informative. It's great that Choreo Soup was able to talk to Radio Kids on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Where should we go from here? How about the Regina Open Door Society? Great! That's an organization that helps new immigrants and refugees settle in Regina. And it has a lot of programs for kids and youth. We were able to drop in on their after-school homework help program to talk to some of the students and volunteers. Cool! Let's roll that interview! My name is Jamila, and I am from Afghanistan. I have been here for four years now. Uh, this program is like homework help. It opens from 5.30 to 7, and it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because most of the people, they need help, so Open Door decided to just open this program. So people from university, they come and help us, your high school kids and also elementary kids. So yeah, I like this program because I get a lot of help. Can you tell me what the Regina Open Door Society is? For I don't know for other people, but for me, Regina Open Door Society is it's uh, everything for me. Since I'm here, they help me with everything. There's nothing, I don't think so, they didn't help me. Jobs, homeworks, football, or games, activities, family problems. Everything. I mean, Regina Open Door is open for everyone. There's nothing that they don't help with people. There's everything I think they do. Have you done other programs with them? A lot. I did a summer program. I was the leader. And summer program is, like, really fun. There's everything, like government house, art gallery, dramas. I mean even access, like TV stuff like that, where your kids are on TV. I mean, it's lots of, most of the students from Open Door, they got like really high. I mean, you kind of get famous in Open Door. Me and my best friend have been here for two years and we are kind of like the leader. So anything happen, they always tell us first, if you want to do this or this. So yeah, they know us more. Have you made a lot of friends? A lot. 
I cannot explain lost of friends. Every day I see new friends. It's kind of like, there's nothing. You won't even understand their language, but they just come and say hi, hello, bye. And you see them again, and like you understand. And you talk with them a lot. Yeah. What was the most challenging part of moving here? Uh, not understanding the language. <laughs> but now I think I understand more. My English is getting better. It's all because of these programs that we are having. What was the best part of moving here? For me, the best part is they have a school here. So most of the countries, even if they have a school, it's only for boys, not girls. And here they have a school for both. And so it's kind of like the best thing. So you study, you go to programs like these programs, and you learn something so you can be good, something good for your future and also do something good for this country. So, What do you do for hobbies and stuff? Mm, I'm the oldest at home, so I have no big brother or father because my father passed away. Uh, so I kind of like mostly handle the um, like bills, banking, social, stuff like that. I don't really have hobbies, but I'm kind of like more busy and also there's some uh, there's opener programs. So I try to kind of like volunteer things like that and do stuff. What's your ambition? My biggest dream is to be something and... Make I know it's kind of sounds weird, but make a lot of money and help people around the world and help my country, Canada, because the Canada helped me a lot, so I want to pay back and do something good for it back. My name is Diliar. How old are you? 16 old. Where did you come from before Regina? Syria, and uh, after Syria, I'm going to Turkey. Do you have family in Canada? No, I just I'm coming on my family. What programs have you done with Regina Open Door Society? Sports, uh, homework help, uh, summer program, like just like this. We have uh, like soccer, basketball, uh, and summer help. You can go outside for Regina. Yeah. What do you get out of the programs? English. First is English. After this is uh, like everything. Is learn everything like how. How I do in the Canada? What do you eat in the Canada? Hi, yeah. um, my name is Adrian Muscat, and I started volunteering here in December of 2016. I, um, when I first volunteered here, um, when I first started, was when I was in still in grade 12. What made you want to volunteer with Regina Open Door Society? Um, well, I'm personally an immigrant myself, so um, I came here with my family in 2011. I was in grade seven at the time, and we went to the Regina Open Door Society to get me into a school. And yeah, after that, um, I got into the school and like, yeah, it just went on from there. Then I realized, oh, I can help out in the community. And similarly, how um, Regina Open Door Society helped me get into a school, I wanted to help back and kind of help the students out as well. And I have a knack for teaching people, I guess. But yeah, people always say, oh, you'd be a good teacher, but yeah. Where did you immigrate from? Um, I came here from the Philippines. So um, same thing with one of our um, great volunteer coordinators. Um, He also immigrated from the Philippines. What have you gotten out of your experience with Regina Open Door? Well, it's definitely given me a lot more confidence. um, And it's given me a lot more experiences dealing with other types of people, especially with um, other fellow immigrants. And it's um, given me a lot more experiences just being um, out in the community and helping others. Like, um, like outside of this program, I also did a summer um, English camp. 
So I had to deal with about um, 50 to 60 students and I was the camp facilitator. So I had to plan out um, educational activities. And it was something um, very different from what I've done because I've never had to work in front of um, a big group of people that definitely need um, help in with their with their English because I, I also had to deal with um, some of that when I first got here. I guess like simple transitioning so like um it wasn't really a new language i already knew how to speak since i was like three ish but just getting to speak it like every day now rather than like just once in a while hi uh, my name is um roberto mysterio and i'm the youth program coordinator of regina open door society what are the big challenges newcomers face when they come to canada yeah um uh, as an as a newcomer as well um i think one of the major challenges that um most of the newcomers face is number one the language barrier so um, it is really hard for them to communicate especially if they come from countries in which English is not really like the official language or not really spoken so having having that kind of barrier hinders them from participating in various community activities or from getting involved in in the community another thing is the cultural barrier as well um, uh, culture shock, rather. So, coming from a very conservative um, background, like uh, or a country wherein certain practices are not allowed, and then here comes Canada, who is more liberal and more westernized, and you know, sometimes it contradicts. Some practices contradicts to you know their beliefs. And their tradition so I think those are really the 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 barriers that they are facing and of course um, since the language is not there plus the culture shock that would also hinder them to you know succeed in in terms of like employment or in studies because they will struggle because they don't have the language or they don't have the skills necessary for them to you know to um, integrate and you know, participate in the community. What's the most rewarding thing about seeing kids go through these programs? I think the most rewarding part is to see our kids succeed in, in their lives. Um, watching them finish their high school with honors, achieve, um, uh, become recognized in their respective fields, such as in academic sports or in whatever field they are choosing or they are in right now. So I think that's the the reward for for doing all of these and we have seen um a lot of students who have been participating or who participated in our programs who are who are now um successful students in the university some are graduating with honors some are re recipients of different scholarships and um some are even um recognized as a you know uh, a leader in the community so for me that's really the most rewarding thing. Regina Open Door Society seems to be helping a lot of kids who are new to Regina. It is. So what Regina Youth Program should we look at next? How about a really great facility in Regina's North Central neighborhood that's making a huge difference in a lot of kids' lives? The Mamawea Teton Center. Great idea. It just opened in September of 2017. 
It's a community hub that includes a library branch, a police office, the Scott Infant and Toddler Center, the Chili for Children program, the North Central Community Association, and the Regina Education Against Child Hunger program, also known as REACH, which operates a neighborhood food store. It also includes the Scott Collegiate High School, and we were able to talk with Cheyenne. She's a grade 12 student there. Let's go to Mama Wayatitan. Hi, my name is Shian. I'm a student at Mama Wayatitan Center, and I'm in grade 12. What is the Mama Wayatitan Center? Uh, it's a center that has a Scott Collegiate School in it, obviously. Um, it has other businesses like um, Chili for Children and other businesses that hold uh, programs around uh, the community, like for kids and kids sport and kids in youth programs and reading programs and tutoring programs. And it, a lot of businesses here hold a lot of programs like that that have places for kids to go and parents that need people to watch over the kids while they go shopping or go places and need to do stuff. Can you tell me about the neighborhood it's located in? People would say that it's located in the hood, but I see it as it's located in a diverse community where a lot of people are welcomed. And if they need places to go, they have places like, like I said, other programs to go to and other places to eat and stuff and for free. So they could have a meal every once in a while. And... It's really welcoming uh, in a few businesses and programs. What does the name Mama Wayatitin mean? It's really hard to translate Cree to English because it wasn't really meant to be that, but if a uh, rough translation, it would be along the lines of bringing people together and becoming a community or as one, as a whole. Do you speak much Cree yourself? Every once in a while, but I only like a few words, not a whole lot. I'm just still trying to learn my own language. Where did you learn the Cree you know? I picked it up from a few uh, kokums and mushums here and there, and a few elders and a few parents and other grandparents. Yeah. What's a kukum and a mushum? It's basically a grandma and a grandpa, but... It's a Cree version of that word. It means grandma and grandpa. Kuka means grandma and mushi means grandpa. Have you used the center for stuff beyond school? Oh, yes. Yes, we have. There's like a lot of events going on, like round dances and feasts and a little bit of uh, auditorium stuff where kids will come down and see little shows and uh, concert things going on. What's a round dance? A round dance is like a, it's like a celebration, like kind of like a party in our own way. There's a, a group of singers in the middle with their hand drums and they sing. There's people on the outside of, of the singers going around clockwise. And the other people just, when they don't want to dance, they just sit out on the chairs on the sides and they just watch. And the songs that are sung, they're either come you're either made through either love or heartbreak or happy emotions or happy celebrations and stuff like that 
I actually went to Round Dance over the weekend for Remembrance Day at my reserve. How do you think Regina and Saskatchewan are doing on the rights of children? I think they're doing a lot because some children will go to other buildings and see if they could join a little program here or a little program there. Some programs would give them food if they are hungry or they would find a way to feed them. And other programs around the city would help other kids with sporting events like um, kids sport. They help kids with fundraising or supporting or paying for their programs that they want to go to or sports that they want to go into. Like, if, like a few years back, I wanted to go like try out Kung Fu. So I got that paid for through kids sport. And they paid that for me. That kids sport actually helps a lot of kids that go here with their uh, sporting needs and all their like food and stuff and things like that. A right to safety. I have a right to education. I have a right to my culture. Kids like me need to know about child rights and earlier age what to do about it. Today, the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates asks you to make every day a day to stand up for children's rights in your life. The CCCYA is a group of advocates, ombudsmen, and representatives working to uphold the rights of all children and youth. This is especially crucial for Indigenous youth who continue to be overrepresented in the child welfare system. How can you stand up for child rights? Be aware and share information about child rights with your neighbours, teachers, and friends. Be ready to act when a child or youth needs your help. You can find resources about child rights and the Council at CCCYA. If you are a young person who needs the help of an advocate, you can also find the advocate for your own province listed on cccya.ca. This has been a message from the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates. Thank you for listening to Radio Change the World, a community radio broadcast about child rights in Canada. Ryerson student and youth advocate Karis heard about our broadcast and wanted to contribute. She wrote this song, Change the World, especially to remember all the children we lost this year and to empower the youth of tomorrow. Taking flight to higher heights, but you're putting me down, cutting me down, shoving me down. I am holding my religion, my complexion, disability more than your perception. So much greater, but you're holding me down. i
Change the world. Change the world. Change. 